0: Good morning, there we go. And welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. (laughs) I'm Tamara McDaniel, join us if you can at uh, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. Store opens at eight actually, I'm not used to being on so early, gotta remember that. We have our plant experts standing by, including Mary Ann Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Mary Ann. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. Now, if you want to call in, uh, we'd love you to. The number is 356-9397, or you can even text us your questions or comments at 351-5357. So, folks, we are two weeks away from springing forth on our clocks and oh. three and a half weeks away from the official start of spring. You're so good. Thank you. You're on it. <laughs> I'm just looking to get this winter over with <laughs> this time around. Aren't we though? Let's push it. I'm tired <laughs> of being blinded by the snow. <laughs> 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 That's just been long going this winter, it seems to me. So it's nice to have a break from We're it today. all ready anyway. for some
1: <laughs> consistent sunshine and some
0: warmth. Yes, and and I see that you're really getting the store ready for spring. You've even got a whole bunch of fresh bulbs in. Our summer bulbs. Yeah. Okay. Things that cannot go in the ground yet. Okay, well, it, just yet, but when would you start thinking about it? Around Mother's Day? <gasps> You're such Day? a positive
2: thinker. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: exactly Otherwise, right. I'd be so annoying to listen to everything. Yeah,
1: or you, or you <laughs> could, uh, guess. not yet, but if you wanted to start some in some pots or some containers. Inside. Earlier.
0: You, you could, could go ahead that. and start them earlier. Yeah, and sure play could.
1: the in-and-out game until it's finally warm enough. Temperature wise, air temperature and soil temperature. I
2: wouldn't be doing it on. anytime soon. No. Talk about getting Green. long and leggy seedlings. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Is that what happens if you do start them too soon?
2: Not always, but if you know, just it has to be the right environment. Um a greenhouse where you're getting light all day long from any direction is a good thing, good environment. Okay. But not many people have that. So yeah. you know, it's kinda hard. And there's
1: something to be said for bright but only moderate temperatures too. Where You know, they might do better if it was really sunny and if it was in the 60s versus not so sunny and then, you know... Warmer, yeah. uh, Yeah, warmer. They just wouldn't be as sturdy and as healthy. That's
2: exactly right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good to keep in mind.
1: But from a planning standpoint and choosing what you want... And it's selection. the way to go because you're going to be able to store them at home just as well as we can store them
2: here in the um, store. Decidedly. Oh, it, yeah. Just looking at the pictures was wonderful, isn't it? Yes. Oh, my gosh. just some bright, the glads, the dahlias. There's some gorgeous dahlias over there. Oh, And look at those
1: dahlias, oh, especially that's... some of the uh, moderately sized ones. Yeah. And then I'm looking at some of these large, lightweight containers over mm-hmm. here. Hmm? Mm-hmm.
2: This, this, okay, yeah. This, are those lightweight? That's great because the, they the ones look the like wall. concrete. The ones on the wall are ah. not heavy, not fabulous because they're Isn't so it? large. Isn't it cool? Well, and, and they, look, they, and look, they look So, so they life-like.
4: A... they look like concrete or stone. They do. So, okay, yeah. so
2: this is the this is the question that they look like real pods. Okay, they are real pods. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> No matter <laughs> what the, what the container is made out of, they're, they're uh, composites and stuff like that. So, stuff like that. Gotcha.
0: But they look so nice. The, yes, you've got the, the dark gray and the lighter gray. And uh, boy, they'd really make a statement. I also love that you've got a bunch of teal containers in. And the ceramic aqua based, blue, yeah. I guess. Yes.
2: There's some awesome Turquoise. colors. And textures. That's the big deal right now, is textures. Yeah. And ceramics,
1: yeah. Th- okay. And just even mixing some, uh, you know, I've got some medium blue uh, containers that I've had for years, uh-huh. uh, leaving them outside all winter, Oops. not worried about it at all. I agree. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> just getting a little bit tired of the same thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about buying just one or two of those teal oh. aquamarine colored ones and just mixing it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll give a texture oh, difference, yeah. as well as uh, just a just enough freshening up without totally redoing something. Uh, I don't have friends like Marianne has where we go around and trade pots.
2: I was going to say, why wouldn't you want to totally redo something? Uh, <laughs> That's uh, a great, <laughs> great <laughs> so, idea. So, so, so
1: this would be more of just an interjection of some new color and new texture into an existing grouping. So,
4: Well, there's certainly that some beautiful really, colors. That would
1: really yeah. freshen up. Just think about that pop of that, that
4: Yes. especially if I'm thinking about some ideas. of
1: those Hollywood hibiscus and uh, that uh, volcano hibiscus and really? some of those ones that are the color of this uh, orange bottle cap. Um, they're
2: beautiful. With absolutely spots beautiful. on them,
1: and I can imagine those and some of those teal and
2: oh, that'd be stunning. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. so, and so I'm digging it. Let's get a, let's get going. Okay, so
2: mm-hmm. that means you're planning.
1: Think, oh. I'm sti- yeah, no yeah. pen to paper, uh, and it and I really gotta probably start putting some pen to paper but just thinking concept wise and spatial wise as yeah. far as separation and size and, and positioning here and there
2: doesn't have to be a complicated process does it? no,
1: it, like, no. it's as complicated as you want to as you want to make it yeah. I think well, I, I'm a firm believer that a lot of really good ideas can happen quickly and then it's a matter of how much you want to think you are going to perfect them
0: Mm-hmm. Serendipitous.
2: I, I believe in serendipity. Yes, that's so funny.
0: The uh, going to happen? The other day, it was kind of a gloomy day, and and so I just it doesn't d-
2: narrow it down. <laughs>
0: good yeah, point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway, it was one day Real where it was very gloomy. I Went ahead and and uh, I just drew the shape of the f- the garden. The, box that we have in the in uh just outside the news gazette building and (laughs) i just walked up to uh karen york our receptionist slash office manager and just plopped it in front of her and said Okay, start to dream. She looked at me funny because she didn't understand what the shape was. And I said, what would you like to plant this year? And she was like, oh. oh. And she, the excitement and the just her face brightened up. It was just so cute to
3: watch. It was it like, oh, yay, makes yes. makes everybody smile. That's oh. a brighter thought. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs>
2: so my first thought would have been looking at this form and it's like, inside or outside the box? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, let's think outside the box. You like to think while outside the box. we're thinking box. inside the box. So,
0: yeah. Well.
2: How fun. Did you come up with anything right away or just? I'll come up with a few ideas. Great. Yeah, I
0: was throwing a few of them past Steve before the show started. Great. Got some, I said, uh, our particular uh, thing the main thing that we want uh this year and Karen wants <laughs> so we want uh is to add some height then she said even if it's like a tomato cage or something that will just kind of how fun. you know elevate it a little bit sure yeah
2: think so of how functional that is we'll
0: still kind of play around with what it could be snacks on
2: your way into the
0: office Reach out and get a, a tomato. tomato? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Introduce your edibles. I don't with know your, if we'll be able to have color. tomatoes, oh, but because okay. yeah. we we need drought-tolerant plants there. But oh. that is something oh. to keep in mind oh. as you plan your garden. Gotcha.
2: Right? Yes, it is. Okay, like was it last week? I was. I went. I found the the red flowering uh, pole bean. Oh, oh yeah. yes, That's pretty cool. I mean, how ornamental is that? There's little tiny. They're small. You know, uh, uh, green bean flowers aren't aren't huge. And they're usually white-ish, but these are red. I
0: just love that.
2: So it'd be real decorative. That's neat. And then you'd have beans.
0: And the, but you said they were ornamental, so would no. they be edible? Yeah, they're, they're definitely
2: in our vegetable um, selection. In fact, I think you can see them from here, but I can't see them now. Of course not. So anyway, mm-hmm. they're in our vegetable selection of seeds. Okay. But I just think that that would be very ornamental. That's my personal opinion.
0: Beautiful. I love the record. Everyone looks at something
2: different, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Truly. Three five six nine three nine seven. Now, Now, uh, before we get into too much planting, I want to call attention to uh, the, you've got some additional Easter items in. And have you seen the big Easter eggs that are made out of blown glass? The glass? And they light up. Isn't that oh. just...
3: Gorgeous!
0: They are beautiful. I want one of each color. It's
2: kind of like the pumpkins we have at, in the fall. That's exactly Except what the, it made me think They don't light of. up, but these guys—I mean, they're huge. They're what, probably ten inches tall? That's Twelve? Sure. Inches, yeah, I'd say ish. yeah, maybe a foot tall. They're—they're uh, they're really striking. They, they
0: that motion
4: away. looked like a fisherman. You know, I caught the fish this big and. It just kept mm, going up yeah. higher. <laughs> no one
1: asked you. What is that? The <laughs> biggest foot I've ever seen?
4: Yeah.
2: I have another analogy, but let's not go there. So, they're in nice uh, Easter colors yellows and pinks, blue. What's the other Lavender. one? Lavender. There's yes.
0: a green, too. Green. It's a beautiful green. green, green. green. Yes. So, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to call attention to that. So, in, in addition to these new ceramic pots that you have in, also check out the new Easter items. St. Patrick's Day, of course, that's just a few weeks away. Oh, my Gets gosh. Get stuff here. And yeah. speaking that's, of which.
2: That's that's just like saying a few weeks away. Really? Yeah. It can't be. Three weeks but yes, it from is. today,
4: I think. It's not very far.
2: Yes. Three weeks from today. So that must be official now because we have our shamrocks in. That's right.
0: And there's some sitting right in front of us here.
1: So what? Five weeks from today is our first open house? Uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. gosh.
0: Spring open house. Yeah. Yay. So
1: it's two successive Saturdays. So, it's the last Saturday in March and the first one in April. Yeah.
2: So, that'll be yeah. here
1: soon, too.
4: Yes, we wow. will.
2: Uh, we'll have lots of plants by then.
1: then all oh,
4: the my goodness. All the trees and shrubs will start to come in.
2: Perennials, yeah. annuals. Annials. Yeah. We'll certainly tropicals. have our, a lot of cool weather yeah. annuals. Yeah. And a few tropicals, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, l-
1: l- let me ask you guys some questions about planning, not planting planning and when you're for your own spaces for your own yards not for other people do you sit and dream walk it look it uh and do it that way do you jump right into pen and paper do you how do you how do you guys get started typically
2: Well, first, I'm hit by a thunderbolt. I need to do that.
1: (laughs) There's some some external influence, right? Some point of stimulation.
2: Sometimes it's just change for the sake of change. You know, we're just talking about that. Sometimes.
4: Well, yeah. A lot of times, well, usually it starts because I walk and walk the areas, and then you evaluate.
2: While you're scouting, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's how mine usually starts.
1: So, you, are you, you, an area that maybe hasn't been um, designed or worked over or, or, or improved in any way, shape, or form, or it might be, oh, I just want to do something different. But so, I there's, there's so uh, many things you have to consider, yeah. Uh, and, and
4: you know, as, as everybody does, you want to. Uh, you know, it starts just like for me. It started because I moved to a different home from the one I'd been in for 15 years. You know, mm. it's all like, like I want to do everything all at
2: once. <laughs> and, and
4: it's kind of the same as if you, you know, if you build a new house yeah, sure, and you have a blank canvas, you know, oh, my gosh, I want to do everything. and But you can't always do everything it's all at once. quite wants. the right
2: approach, is it? Yeah. Especially when it's a place, a new place. And you don't really know the patterns of um, the environment, yeah. Like um, drainage. I mean, uh, I know we're kind of in a flat area, but it isn't really that flat. <laughs> <You> know, water <laughs> usually runs in one direction or another and pu- pools somewhere. So you have to you have to be aware of that. Absolutely. How how well your your soil drains. Some soils around here don't drain all that well because they're pretty heavy in clay. Yep. Um, and some aren't. Some not very many areas around here have a lot of sand, but some do. So you just have to be aware of all that stuff first. Sure.
4: And then you have to know sun patterns. Are there trees? You know, large trees, small trees. What kind of trees are they? You know, maybe you have no trees. So that's really the first thing that you need to sure. to are think about. And,
2: and your home, what kind of a shadow it casts uh, during different times of the year.
0: Are there any tools or pieces of equipment that help you track uh, things like that the sun patterns because you can't your phone what if you can't sit huh take a picture at certain times of the day uh-huh. you know? Yeah. at certain times of the year have you ever heard
2: oh. me say a digital camera is your best friend in the garden I your think best I've heard tool heard that. actually i it's just you it's just something you should have that's all just maybe maybe one uh, an inexpensive one dedicated just to that
1: and you really, for the most part, aren't considering the sun, how much sun it's getting this time of year, except if it's a tender broadleaf evergreen and you're worried about dehydration and, mm-hmm. and a lot of winter sun. But other than that, I I wouldn't be too much worried about how much sun it gets this time of year. You're really concerned about sun during the growing season. Mm-hmm. And by the growing season, I think you're really focused on, say, April or some point when the, the plants start to leaf out, probably through July or August. And after that, if it starts to get a little bit more of a shadow again, if you're talking about ornamentals, not edibles, mm-hmm. it probably doesn't matter as much then because the sun's for the most part done most of its growing that it's going to do and and uh, built up the food reserves for the following year. So if it starts to get a little bit more shaded in September, it's kind of like, nah, you know, we've gotten through the most important part of the growing season.
0: And so then you said that's for ornamentals. What if it is for um, edibles?
1: Well, you want to maintain, hopefully, a full sun environment um, throughout the the production season, if you will. So and that's
2: if the s- time period he was just talking about, April so to September.
1: So if you're still producing a lot of fruit and vegetables in in August and September, then I'm going to want a fair amount of sun and and whatnot. Yeah. To the whole time through, for you know. okay. the plan and, to get the most,
4: I guess full sun is considered six hours or more of sun a day.
1: So you kind of can judge it by that, and the intensity of the sun too. Oh, absolutely! Uh, to some extent, you know, we we're talking about mm. uh, sometimes you, you're you're, lo- you're looking at that bed which is on the north side of the News Gazette building. But yet there's some parking lot and open alleys behind, and you're saying, hey, I get full morning sun, which is great. But, you know, you're talking about using annual vinca and portulaca or moss rose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those are two plants that would take intense afternoon sun or midday sun very, very well. Exactly. So, you know, they seem to have done well for you in the past, so I would encourage you to use them which is the best litmus test of anything you know if they performed well then there you go but those are a couple plants where if if you do get more sun out there by your paper boy on the south side and again i don't know the shade patterns with the buildings downtown um, those would be likely choices down there if you get good intense sun and they also are both a little bit more drought tolerant than most other annuals
0: good to know plus they we wouldn't have to worry about them growing uh, very tall. Uh, they the stay ving- kind of low the to ving- the ground. No, the the ving- ving- can ving- get, get
1: some bit. size to it, but the Moss Rose is very short.
0: Yes. But it won't be hurting the visuals for uh, traffic flow. Why? Probably not. Right? Okay. Yeah, I thought not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's another
2: thing to consider. You live on a corner and you want to start planting out out away from your house. So you you do have to consider that kind of thing, even if it's not on a corner and you're you're just it's just your driveway. You have to think about visibility getting out of the driveway, and yeah. uh, you know, there's just a lot of things to consider. And and you know it's not rocket science or anything. So y- you know you you just be logical about it. Yeah. You know?
0: Sounds good, and make sure that you know how tall and large it's going to be growing into. <laughs> oh, you mean. <laughs> Reach label? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, you could put it that way, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> Darn. Darn it. <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, and that's a, the, the biggest mistake you can make, especially with trees and shrubs, is planting them way too close either to the house or to the driveway or, you know, wherever. Which is know. a
2: very common mistake. You yeah. see that all the time yeah but who wants to start a new landscape in this house on an empty lot you know nothing's on it and you want to put that five foot tall shade tree 15 feet away from the house it's going to look like this silly thing just sticking out in the middle of your yard
1: I beg your pardon
2: today
3: <laughs> <laughs> today well
1: okay so so let's talk about pushing things a little bit in terms of their placement and their size who's sitting around this table hasn't had a japanese maple or some other ornamental tree perhaps a little bit closer to their residence uh, than if you were following a textbook i mean come on anybody no never yeah <laughs> right so so i i think to me, having an overgrown uh, a shrub planted too close to something is almost more of a problem than um, a deciduous tree to some extent because yeah, sure. because I think you can amend you can pr- with some pruning you can you can alter the direction of the branches on the tree as it gets larger and make sure it's not rubbing up against the house or causing a problem opening up a window or or whatever yeah. the practical applications might be so. I th- I think there's something beautiful about being able to feel like you're almost reaching out and touching the tree. Not literally, you know. You're going to have it further away from the house and that, but just having that texture and that <laughs> living thing just so close as you're looking out through a window. It's
2: kind of that treehouse feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think there's something magical about that. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. is true. true.
2: Yes, it but is. So no. that's the that's another thing you have to consider. Is that the kind of look and feel you want?
1: yeah or you know at some point in time which won't be a factor for probably who plants it but you know the next generation or two of homeowner Mm -hmm. like john's saying "Ah, if those winds blow up i have to worry about these branches falling over and hitting the house and whatever so you know that might be a consideration down the road but that might be 50 or 40 or 30 or 70 years from now
2: ish yeah yeah
1: yeah it's like when
4: my house was built in 1974 why did they plant the white pine trees four feet from the driveway? You know, oh. <laughs> they're, they're okay now, but I can't imagine <laughs> during the years that they had to clip the sides of them to drive in and out of the driveway. So you
2: could feel like you're driving through a greenhouse or a, gre- well, a, a treehouse. It's, yeah, okay. it's a pretty look now.
4: Like so now, they're up, tall, now they're up and up over. they're up and over but it. But, yeah, it's pretty because they're mixed in with the trees.
1: Sure. But it was just like, Good. that was stupid.
2: <laughs> well, but maybe not. Maybe they
4: just. <laughs> but it's had it nice f- for me now. But it's maybe nice. they just had it figured out.
1: Yeah. They knew that it would be an up and over situation. It's possible. Oh. Very possible.
0: Yeah. So you're saying it was it was kind of stupid because originally the branches grew out into the driveway.
1: Well, obviously. Well, it's a, it's a tree that I'm was going to get. Visualizes. It was a tree that was going to get large, and if they planted it four feet from the drive, and it's a tree that's going to get fifteen to twenty-five feet wide. Oh, dar. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like having okay. this big evergreen shrub right next to a sidewalk that you can't walk on the sidewalk because it's grown over. That's why I'm saying I think bushy, shrubby type plants are almost more of an issue when planted too close to a structure than yeah. an up and over situation. A little
2: harder to that's amend, right? but doable sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prune,
0: prune, prune. By pruning away from the house, then the roots also kind of go away from the house? No. Okay. No,
1: the roots are going to be restricted by moisture. You know, say if there's overhangs and that's an area that is not as hospitable for roots to uh, have adequate moisture, they're going to naturally curtail to some extent uh, in those those situations, too. And, you know, if it's a good, strong foundation, most root systems aren't that big of a deal oh.
2: shrubs particularly not yeah
0: good
4: and then again with planting there's there's so many things that can happen like this happened to marianne sure she had to have trees taken out Oh, and yeah. changed the whole dynamics of the of the yard because she was used to shade and then there yeah. was sun it's
2: like really big tree like a 75 year old tree so that was it was a huge maple oh you know after you get over the grieving process then you start oh i can do this and <laughs> and you know we were talking earlier about what what the impetus was for designing or redesigning your yard well mine's about those 3 dozen plants i have sitting on top of the ground that i just had to have now i have to find a place for them <laughs> right <laughs> so that's usually my impetus for for redesign
0: now, and are they usually annuals or are they oh gosh no oh, okay good to know (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) now steve we still haven't heard how you like to start planning what do you do to kind of get inspired and pull out the colored pencils
1: no i'd I'd say i probably think of the space more so i'm not as maybe stimulated by uh, a particular plant to maybe have a project come about because of that i think marianne's brought that out in the past where You know, she's seen something that's just so overwhelming. She's like, I've got to incorporate that into my yard. And then all of a sudden that causes something else to happen, something else to happen. All of a sudden she's got a whole new bed.
2: Yeah, it's a traveling Uh, wave.
1: uh, Or I'm, oh, I'll remodel the pond or whatever it might be because (laughs) there's been some need to incorporate uh, something new into the yard. And I'm probably more from a, this is how I want to enjoy that space or hey, I wasn't really happy with how that area performed, and I need to make some improvements on it for this next year kind of standpoint.
2: That's, I think, a real important issue, Steve, whether it's in an uh, an ornamental bed or a vegetable bed, what didn't perform well. Mm -hmm. And you do really have to be critical and do something about it. Uh, Why have something that you don't enjoy year after year after year or something that just struggles Yes. Sometimes it's a matter of just moving it to a different location, whether it's a different soil type or or uh, sun exposure or water issue. Some plants like to be more moist. Not, not not so many as like to be in well-drained soil, but, you know, there's a, uh, the right plant in the right place, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: I was telling John before the the show started, I, I just wish we could dodge some of this moisture that's yeah. seemingly headed our way again, too, just because i'm so anxious to stick a spade in the ground it's crazy (laughs) yes but you know even if it was above freezing and i could do it it's just too stinking wet right now yes it is
0: i just went out yesterday to take a look at what has started popping out of the ground and oh yeah just squish 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 through the lawn it was depressing in a way disappointing anyway
1: and you know it would encourage people to be careful you know we talk about soil compaction and getting out the yard a little bit too early but we had a a customer in the other day who wanted to fertilize his azaleas because uh, that's what you do in February, <laughs> and it was it was something that he believed in, and and, and you know to each his own. Yeah, do it. Um, I wouldn't particularly think that putting out a fertilizer this time of year is what I really want to do, but he was looking for an organic one, which would be inherently a slow release one. So if you're going to do one early that's probably a good one to do but the big concern i would have would be out there around these shallow rooted plants uh, because they have a shallow fibrous root system it's just so spongy out there you really don't want to be compacting the root zone down and that's probably what's going to happen if you're out there yes uh, doing too much of anything right now yeah so
2: which is not a good thing
1: be careful yeah
2: Yeah.
0: so we still can't really get out just
2: yet As much as we want to (laughs) right just be pace yourself
4: yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Um I started planning in a way a lot of it though was like you said Marianne looking through photos oh, over the past couple fun. of years. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's amusing what I don't remember. When oh. I go back and <laughs> I look at the photo I'm oh
2: forgot all about that (laughs) i've done that so many times oh my gosh
0: i forgot i was growing that where'd it go yeah (laughs) oh that's right i can look forward to that in july yeah Yeah. so that's been nice yeah yeah the photos are definitely good a big help it it
2: it also gives you what john was talking about um the dynamics of a yard or a landscape whether it's vegetables or ornamentals it gives you a, a perspective of about the change that Mother Nature, Mother Nature makes. You know, it isn't... Gardens just aren't static. That's all there is to it. That's so a great point. I, I have looked at... Um, in, in the house I've been in, I've been there a, a few decades. It's changed so much yeah. <laughs> since I first moved in there and started gardening. And I didn't start gardening right away. I was there a couple of years watching how things were and what be, become trying to become aware of how I needed to amend something or build something up. Um, you know, there's just all sorts yeah. of things that you need to and, pay and attention to. And where you to. really want
1: to put your emphasis. Right. Exactly. You know, right. What space do you need? Yeah. And, what, and, how do you want to use it? Yeah. And how, and how you know, we, we talk all the time about you're doing yourself the biggest injustice in the world if you can't devote some sort of space where you can sit out and relax and enjoy the fruits of your labor and enjoy your garden.
2: Exactly.
1: And, Absolutely. and it could even be a couple different places because the perspective of your yard can be completely different from this side or from that angle Absolutely. Or, or the view. But, you know, it's really, as soon as you can decide where those spaces, those outdoor living spaces, if you will, are going to be, that's one of the first things you really need to do because you've got to be able to go out there and enjoy and reflect it. Right. And you're going to get so many good ideas by being able to hang in those spaces. Yeah. I mean, you might just say, well... Forget sitting here. Yeah, I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> I I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna do that because <laughs> you're inspired to go do it.
0: I think we have a special friend calling in. Uh, I was told that Ed from Tampa is on the phone lines. Huh. Ed really? from Tampa. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys.
2: Tampa.
5: Wow. Ed. Good morning. How are you? Hi. Realizing the show was early. And it's February, and having been in that situation, this is a mercy call. Uh, <laughs> we, we appreciate uh, that. I wow, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, um, no, I just I do listen to the show from time to time. It depends on what I'm doing. We're an hour later here. But um, I did have it on this morning, and I thought, yeah, you know, I'll give these guys a call. See, see so how
1: disgustingly on. warm is it down there?
5: Are you sure you want to know? Yes. Well, yeah. 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 I don't I don't say Throw it. out. <laughs> the uh our winter is pretty much over. Uh, winter means um, you might get a low under 50. And uh, you know then daytime highs are low 70s. Uh, 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 now we're back to 80s and nice. uh, it's rough, wow. I'm sorry. Gee. Yeah. No humidity yet. Another five, six weeks and that humidity will start getting back into the air. But right at the moment. Oh, yeah, you of course
2: yeah, we're nice. feeling
5: yeah. we feeling it Ed. sounds pretty rough. Do you need I
2: a do. care package. I, <laughs> so so what are
1: you what are you doing in your garden then? What's going on this spring? What what plans do you have, Mr. Kelly? What
0: can you do in Florida well, this time of year?
5: I I'm about as planted as I can get given the space I have. So um, now it just becomes a matter of making sure everything lives which uh you know it's it's about the same kind of a drill they have to have enough light they have to have food um one of the differences is you have the clay in illinois down here we have sand you know or a very sandy soil which mm-hmm. is good and bad you know you know you put anything on it, including rainfall and it's draining and so even heavy rain isn't necessarily protection from the sun you know like two days later Right. So but uh, so I'm maintaining things. I've got uh Mandevilla, Bougainvillea. Uh, I have two gardenia trees, um Ixora, powder puffs. Okay. Uh, so Jasmine. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, all the tropical stuff.
5: Yeah. So, so, so you you too. have
1: some flowers now.
5: I uh, um yeah, here and there. Yeah, the gardenias uh uh, are a little bit uh, nothing on the bougainvillea yet so not much actually so know. when will you be in
1: in full swing and peak enjoyment
5: uh, another um, let's see maybe six weeks five weeks six weeks wow uh, <laughs> so,
1: so, so, so we're just so barely starting <laughs> early april you're going to be like Really in the yeah. groove with Flush.
5: that. Flush. Things um, will start really coming on. A um, uh, crepe myrtle, uh, which I had experimented with in Champagne, yeah. uh, that I was did. that was the one good. <laughs> that was the one good to forty below, according to a researcher in Minnesota, and it grew, but of course never more than two feet tall, and um, it did bloom a little bit. <clears throat> crepe myrtle trees down here are just as common as can be and the reason i brought that up steve
0: no go ahead sorry
5: uh, no i was going to say the reason i brought that up steve was that uh they are they tend to be early bloomers and uh you know there's some parkways down here uh planted with them they get 20 feet or maybe a little more than that that and you have all the colors uh double rows on some of these parkways and when they hit it's uh, you know you drive down the parkway just to look at those because they're so spectacular
1: they are and the flowers last so long
5: they do i mean you might have a i don't know two months maybe uh, might be a little bit of exaggeration but um but that's a tree by the way that once it drops its its blooms it's not much to look at you know it's huh. um, yeah but, but but give me the two months every time i mean only two months
0: that's my husband's Uh. favorite tree ed and so he's been trying to start from seed but uh, he hasn't really been able to keep one through the winter just yet even though we bring it well we try we've tried bouncing it back and forth but so when you tried it up here in champagne you at least were able to get yours to two feet any tips
1: yeah buy Um, the right variety
0: on the crepe myrtle?
5: Well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say make sure it's one of the ones that was tested in Minnesota. Well,
1: um, we we carry a couple varieties where we have, but they're just not reliable in terms of their. No, um, absolutely not. But it's red, filly and Violet Philly. Mm-hmm. I think are the, Philly, yeah. are the two different varieties, and I bet you can probably yeah. guess what the colors are. Uh, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> in, a, in, in a really tough winter. They probably won't die, but they they get spanked down to the ground level or below the ground level.
5: Absolutely. And
1: and, and again, oh, they're, wow. they're 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 pr- from a practical standpoint going to be probably a eight to ten to twelve inch to if you were lucky twenty or twenty four inch yep. uh, plant.
0: If you're as good as That's Ed right. Kelly is.
1: And they're not going to flower well, early here. They're not getting to see color probably until July. With them
5: I rarely got uh, to make you feel better. I rarely got any blooms on those. You know, they would, uh, Steve, as you say, die to the ground pretty much, and then I'd uh, <clears throat> cut them, and there would be some green, and I thought, okay, it lived, but, but you know, you're not getting any serious wounds from those, okay. so uh, at least I couldn't, and mine were in full sun, so. Hmm.
0: So it's just yeah. worth the trip to come down and, and visit Tampa, I guess.
5: Ed,
1: are you doing any herbs or or vegetables? I know you, you, I think you, don't you have a citrus uh, of some sort,
5: uh,
1: a lemon Uh, or an orange in the yard? I do
5: not. I do not. And in fact, um, the, I'm going to call it a subdivision, uh, won't let you grow uh, tomatoes or anything like that, which they deem as... um, not attractive enough, and I, ah. I went to one of their meetings and I said, "Come on!" Uh, no, but they're very firm about that. So no, you will see no. Um, uh, this is I'm very lucky. I live in this little, um, sided, uh, three sides of nature conservancy, and then there's this little oh, subdivision wow. with about a hundred homes. So we have a lot of wildlife, we have a lot of uh, uh, colorful flowers and trees, but no tomato nice. plants. I'll tell you wow. something else you won't wow. see down here that is a staple where you are, uh, a flower. Can you guess which one it is? Peonies? Uh yeah, good. Uh, roses? What else? <laughs> roses. Roses. Roses.
2: What? Oh, yeah.
5: You will not see roses here. Really? Too,
1: too uh, humid, too gnarly, too much disease.
5: All too that. Too much drainage. Uh, yep. uh, well, and the heat—you know—you get 96, 97, um, even in the shade. The rose doesn't like that, so you won't see roses. You don't see down here. I don't either. I don't see anybody so. growing them? So that's uh, interesting. You, yeah. So I didn't—I don't—not I didn't call to take over the show. I just called to say hi. And, uh, I'm ooh, so glad you, glad you, had, so you, glad you did.
0: That's fine. It's no. fun to hear what's going on down there. And, you know, i um, wondering if your ears were itching or palms. What's the s- expression? Because we were just talking <laughs> about you this yeah, morning before the show the started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Before we were on the air, right. <laughs> before we were on the air, yes. Steve and I were just talking about you and wondering how you were doing. So I'm so glad you called in today. That's terrific. And, oh, in you fact. You're welcome. We had uh, a group from the uh, Champaign County Historical Society come through the News Gazette building the other evening, and uh, uh-huh. we were giving tours uh, uh, of and talking about the history of the paper and the and the radio stations. and uh, sure enough, a, a group asked uh, how you were doing, and they said they had <laughs> loved really? listening to you and uh, and yeah, it's 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 just good to hear you check in again, yep because you are Absolutely. an old friend, my friend.
5: Well, like I said, I, I appreciate that. I, I listen on and off to the show depending on, on what I'm doing. And I know your your uh, spring is sort of a glimpse across, you know, just the first break of sun is uh. coming. You know. We're yeah. going to have it. It's going to be here. <laughs> It'll happen That's one right. of these days.
2: Uh, they have positive uh, thoughts, Ed. <laughs>
5: good to hear yeah, from you, Ed. No, well,
1: okay,
0: take care, guys. Happy spring. Have a good Bye. day. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Ed. Bye-bye. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens.
2: That was really neat to hear, Ed's to voice. hear Ed yes. But I want him to know this rule. It's a it's a positive, absolutely one hundred percent rule. There's always room for one more plant. Oh, so, so I don't <laughs> want to hear this nonsense about being overplanted. Yeah, <laughs> <same was done. laughs> I don't think there's
0: enough any more room in always my yard. Always room for one more plant. <laughs> <Listen to> you. <laughs> <laughs> Very, <yeah. laughs> That's a hard rule. Oh, That's too funny. Dumb. So that's it. Let's talk about this oxalis uh, about real it? quick. That's sitting in front. The iron cross. They're beautiful. The one two tone.
4: It's two tone. It's it's green around the edges and it's got that neat dark burgundy center. Yes. That's yeah. Pretty. Really pretty.
0: So and you have so you have the variety where they can be all purple, which
2: isn't that beautiful? Look mm-hmm. at this. I like the, the purple leaves one. on this. I that's wish everybody huge. could see this because the the color is so rich.
4: It's all purple, but they call it red.
2: it's called red
4: yeah i don't know why that's poetic license isn't it yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) seriously (laughs) okay and what was i reading that that the individual petals are called the shamrock am i did i am i not remembering that correctly or is the entire bloom here i didn't
2: i didn't read that article that's a leaf okay (laughs) In fact, I don't see any flowers on either one of these yet. And we do have the green ones, the green ones. which Some are of the green flower. ones have
4: flowers, yes.
2: And it looks like they're all white. Did we yeah. get pink flowering? Just ones? white. Okay, just white. Oh, neat. So we've got the the green shamrocks, the iron cross, the traditional ones, yeah. And I'm going to call it purple anyway.
0: Yeah, you can.
5: Mhm.
2: Not red. And
0: the iron cross, that's what the the uh, purple on the inside and green on the outside of the leaves. Right.
4: Okay. See right there on the label, it says
0: red.
2: Yeah, but I could type that. <laughs> I could type it anything, anything I want. Yeah, they just didn't have enough
0: room <laughs> to put purple. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. However,
2: there is, a, or there was, a label. Oh, here it is. What do they call it on the on the manufacturer label? Oh, red shamrock. <laughs> they call it red too. Okay.
4: I like purple though. You're right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Well, I put uh, these. Are, these are nice little uh, little plants that. You could easily set on a desk, and or the center of a of a kitchen table. Only four ninety nine. You know
2: what I like about these is uh, putting them in uh, mixed containers. Yeah, they make such a great fill. So they're not real tall. They had a, a terrific texture, and color also. Yeah, and I don't. I could see that. I could care less if they flower. I mean, th- it's a nice flower, but. Uh, The foliage is, to me, it's all about the foliage. And they're not hardy here, so they're not, they're not, shouldn't be considered an annual. Oh, okay. They should be considered an annual. However, if you keep your potting soil from one season to the next, invariably you'll get one of, uh, some of the pips in the soil that
3: hang over. Nice. Okay.
0: Let's go back to the phone lines real quick. Marlene in Monticello is phoning in. Good morning, Marlene.
3: Yes, I was waiting for that phone number. I've never called in before, and I didn't know the number. uh, (laughs) Oh, that's okay. After after Ed was on there, I heard it.
2: Oh, good. Marlene, I don't know the number either. so (laughs) I'm glad I said it again then.
3: (laughs) How can we help? uh, I heard you say something about planting trees too close. When we moved here in 2011, there was this beautiful little bush-type tree, and they said it was Japanese something. Well, guess what? It's probably 15 or 20 foot tall now oh planted less than four feet from the front window (laughs) so we have been cutting off some limbs and it's just going taller 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 sure i think we're just gonna have to completely take it out for the you know before the trunk gets any bigger but it's a shame because it was so pretty and we thought oh that's just lovely there well
2: Uh, you know that's what steve was talking about he kind of likes
3: didn't know it was going to get big you know yeah sure
2: that's that's why it's really important for people oh. when they're planting things to know what ha- what the mature oh, yeah. side is going to be, and that's not going to happen overnight usually. You yeah, know, it's going to take years. Yeah. high. Well, that's too bad. Maybe you can prune it so that you can keep it for a while.
3: Well, the trunk is so big, you know, now that I I think you cut it off now, it's going to look pretty pretty sickly.
0: Oh, that's but, too uh, bad. That's yeah. a shame. How t- how tall would you say it is now?
3: Oh, I I'm estimating fifteen feet or more. Oh, we've we've been here seven years, and it was so it's way over the. So it's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. we got here in two thousand eleven. Yeah. You know, several. (laughs) I (laughs) thought I wasn't going to get in for your music, but I hear it now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully you can enjoy your tree a little bit. Don't plant those things close to the house.
0: Well, thank you so much okay, for calling for in call. with that. Yeah, totally. Sure, and when you're ready to cut it down and replace it with something, you come on in come and, and the experts can help you out. That's right. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz, Steve Brown, and John Garver. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank guys. you. Have a great weekend. You too. Uh, our executive producer is Blake Landa. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Coming up next is Saturday morning sports talk here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and, of course, the uh, Fighting Illini-Penn State game coming up at 11 o'clock this morning. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you next Saturday.